0: Welcome to another episode of NFT Talk Show. I am your hostess, Toni Payne, and today we are going to be talking about investing in PFP projects, things you need to know. And just a little FYI, we are recording. It's going to be going up on the NFT Talk Show podcast. Yay. (laughs) Um, In the house we have with me co-hosting is Buttered Toast they have the most amazing NFT rugs and they have a project coming up that we're going to talk about much later. So, um, yeah, to kick off starting, um, butter. So let's introduce our PFPs. I mean, if we're going to be talking about PFPs, we should probably talk about what PFPs we have, um, on our profiles right now. So what is your PFP?
1: Uh, Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. So my PFP is a cool cat. Uh, If you guys have spent a decent amount of time in the space and researched, you know, like the blue chip projects, I was lucky enough to snag one of these before it got too expensive. So, yeah, mine is a cool cat. And my background is Grand Bazaar, which uh, we'll talk about later.
0: Awesome. And my PFP is... um Women and Weapons, Um, it's a new project that just launched, uh, I don't know if it's been up to a month, and I absolutely love my PFP. For those that don't know what a PFP is, I'm just going to give a little introduction to what PFPs are. Um, PFPs are like your profile picture image right and they are usually attached to a project so women and weapons is a project that donates money to the malala fund and they also have other community um things that they do like they do buy from um nft artists and things like that so i'm not sure with cool i don't own a cool cat but um with cool cats you want to tell us a little bit about what attracted you to cool cats
1: yeah uh i just kind of I, at first, I did not like the art. I thought the art was kind of babyish, to be honest. Um, but then it just kind of grew on me, and the community grew on me. And then I saw that it had really strong support. So it definitely had that element of like – it definitely had that – sorry, my cat to the background. It, it definitely had that element of like, this feels like a blue chip. This feels like a good investment opportunity. And um, also, it just – the community was really cool. So that drew me to it.
0: Has it been so far for you? Has it been what? Has it been a good investment so far for you? Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, I plan on holding it for a while longer. I'm, I'm not even sure if I'll be able to sell it at this point just because of the roadmaps that I see them coming out with. It, it's hard to determine when you have to sell some of these assets, which is why and I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but you should think about buying multiple of an NFT project that you believe in because then you'll be stuck with just one like me having a difficult time selling it. But yeah, it's definitely been a good investment.
0: Awesome. So for everyone that's just that's just joining us, um, this is going to be going up on the NFT talk show podcast. Um, and we are recording just a little FYI. We're recording, we're live. And we were talking about PFPs and NFTs and investing in PFPs. This is not financial advice. You should always do your own research. Um, i'll give you a little history into pfp the first ever pfp project was the CryptoPunks, and the crypto punks launched in 2017 um they're about 10,000 unique avatars pixelated avatars and i'm sure by now if you're into nfts you should know who the crypto punks are or what the crypto punks are they're really hard to get your hands on unless you have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars now, and I would say the next popular one um, would be the board apes. The board apes are also probably, you know, one of the most popular um, PFP projects in NFTs. And one question I always get like, I literally get this question all the time How do I invest in NFTs? And then I said to myself, You know, I think maybe we should do. A podcast episode that shows people if you're not an artist, this is how you can actually invest in NFTs. Even if you are an artist, this is something that you could possibly use to um, kind of raise funds um, in NFTs. And PFPs, you know, there are two types of PFP um, buyers, I say, the ones that hold <laughs> and the ones that flip. And I think the ones that flip are the ones that, you know, once it's hot, they quickly turn it around for some money and then kind of move on. And then you have the ones like yourself, butter that tend to um, hold for a long time because you want to enjoy being part of the community and part of the, um, get all the utility. I'm probably like you as well. All my PFP projects that I have bought, even the ones that I have more than one of, I have not sold. Um, but you also got to be careful. That's another thing that, um, you know, if you're new to the NFT space, you're very careful. There's a drama going on right now. We're not going to name any names where – um. People think they're getting rugged, they've spent you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in Ethereum, and they're not sure where they stand. So you have to do your own research before you put your money in anything to be sure that this is not going to be an issue. And I've seen, I've seen situations where um, you know, a PFP project will pop up and everybody buys in, it sells out, and a week or two later, boom, the, the project is gone. That's called a rug pull. <laughs> you know, you don't ever want to get stuck with a rug pull. And it happens. It happens to a lot of people. It happens to the best of us. So always do your own research. Always make sure, even if an influencer is telling you, oh, this is good, because a lot of these things get pr- promoted by influencers, and then you end up thinking, okay, this person's an influencer. They know what they're saying. They might be getting paid in the background. You're not sure about that. So you also want to be careful about that too. But then again, the good side is there are a lot of projects that are awesome, that are building, that are, um, wonderful that you can, um, buy into like the women and weapons. I've met a few of the women and weapons and we plan to meet meet up again, I think next week. So you can actually build relationships, um, from being involved in certain projects. Um, but yeah, so That's what I wanted to kind of give like a little brief history um, into what PFPs are and how you can possibly make money or hold and join a community. And then we're going to talk about what PFP projects are hot right now. Okay. So if you're listening, if you just joined us again, this is being recorded for the NFT talk show. Um, It's on Apple podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio all over the place. So we will be Um, uploading this episode onto the podcast for all our listeners to um, listen into. So, Butter, do you want to kind of give us um, like a brief idea of when you're looking at a project to buy into what you look at?
1: Great question. And there's just so many variables that you want to take a look at. Sometimes they matter and sometimes they don't. Um, Like there are certain principles like uh, you want to know who the team is behind the project. I think when certain people talk about NFT projects and what you need to look at when investing them, like one of the b- biggest uh, people in the space, Gary V, I think he talks about get to know the horse in the race. You know, who's the team behind this project? Um, and a lot of people say, you know, you need to have the team doxed, which is important sometimes. However, sometimes I would give an example that it's not too, that important as far as like if, if you're trying to invest in a project that you might be able to profit from. For example, like MetaHero, for the most part that team is docs, but there is, you know, uh, certain people in the project that are anonymous uh, and that those those people sometimes will release uh, projects that do well, but yeah, it's, it's just very risky. Um, so yeah, when I'm looking at a project, I think I look at the art first just because that's, that's what's there first. Do I like it or not? Um, Sometimes like initially I don't, but like, then I'll look at it again and, and maybe it'll grow on me like, like the cool cats. Um, and then, yeah, I look at the team. I, uh, look at the history, what they've done before. If they're doxed, I'll take a look at, you know, the discord and the, the chat on Twitter. There's, there's certain ways to kind of see like how, how well a project is doing. Uh, but important thing is I'll I'll seek alpha in like the people I trust around me. Like, uh, you got to build your own little sub-community, like you share Alpha with each other, with people you trust. And uh, you do that by engaging in these these communities and finding, like, friends, starting your own sub-communities. It's, uh, it's all about getting engaged.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you on that. I, I have friends that, you know, sometimes before we get into a project, we'll get in our DMs and we'll start talking pre-launch. Um, now I tend not to FOMO too much into projects that are already out there. I try to get it um, pre-mint. Um, that can be a little tricky because you don't get to get a feel for the actual project itself. You're, you get a feel for the team. You join their Discord. You get a feel for the people behind it. But it can go either way, you know. But the the I'll say the advantage to that is obviously you get in at a low pri- um, price point. Um, and if the project does become successful, let's say you've mint four or five, you can keep your one and flip the three and you have money that you never expected to have. I've know, I know people that have become, you know, paid off houses and become millionaires um, you because of NFTs. You know, I have, um, I know someone that sold his punk, And the day he sold his punk that same week because of the press around him selling his punk, his own personal project took off, you know? So it was like a domino effect. And now he's in like, you know, you want to get in on his um, project, you have to hold like 10 ETH, 15 (laughs) ETH. And then, you know, prior to that, it was like, okay, you can get my stuff for 0.1 ETH, please buy my stuff. And then now from that, it's like, from please buy my stuff to, oh, I'm sold out. I'm sorry. Maybe you can find it for like 20 ETH, 80 ETH. And you're doing the event. If, if you guys don't know what, I'm sure everybody in here knows what ETH is, but just for those that are new to NFTs and kind of don't have an idea what ETH is. ETH is Ethereum. It's a short form of Ethereum. And currently, um one ETH is equivalent to over $4,000. So if I'm selling one thing for 10 E, you know, times over $4,000, that's $40,000 for, you know, what people call a JPEG or your avatar picture, you know? So I think also I always advise this. I see a lot of artists get frustrated and say, oh, I haven't sold. Oh, I haven't sold. Um, I mix up my nfts Like I have my own project, but I also buy into PFTs because, the networking is invaluable. The networking within sharing the same PFP with somebody is invaluable. You're, you're like, I was saying, so a lot of times when you're in the same PFP project with somebody, I tend to, you know, join a lot of the female oriented PFPs when you're in the same PFP project with somebody you form a camaraderie and if you have your own project that you're pushing a lot of times like if i see a person um with a world uh, women and weapons and they're like oh um i just draw, i'm more likely to like you know interact with their tweets so it can be helpful for um somebody that's just starting out in nfts it can be very useful and um Awesome. I got, I got rug. You got rug. <laughs> the the holy Twitter rug.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, so um. Like I was saying, um, oh, before we continue, so we're gonna, we're when we're um, almost done, we're gonna bring people up. To, if you have questions, um, we're gonna bring people up one at a time to ask whatever question they wish to to chime in, share their knowledge. So we're gonna do it one at a time. So you guys just kind of be patient with us. Um, don't we won't keep you here too long, huh, huh Butter? See, Julian. Hi, Julian. My PFP. <laughs> talking partner (laughs) yeah so like I was saying so sometimes it does help you form some sort of camaraderie with other people in the NFT space um and you tend to you know be helpful to each other so I say if you're an artist you start NFTs and you don't own research of course not financial advice but it's not a bad idea to kind of you know maybe get a um PFT project like a 0.05 price point, which is still pretty decent. I'm not saying go get yourself a one ETH (laughs) price point. Like, you know, I've been, I'm trying to get into the lazy lions, but they're already like at one point something. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) You know, but I know that if I do get in, you know, a lazy lion, it, it would be beneficial to, you know, my brand as well. And another good example is the apes. You know, a lot of apes are in waves based on the fact that they own a board ape. You know, there are a lot of apes that will launch a project and their project will take off based on the fact that they own a board ape. So these things can be beneficial um, if you, like I said, do your own research and if you choose the right project. It's always very hard to know which project will succeed and which project won't. And like Gary Vee always says, do not, absolutely do not spend money you are not willing to lose. That is very important. So um, what projects are hot right now? What PFP projects are hot right now? This is not an endorsement, by the way, and let like do your own research, and it's not financial advice. Some of the hot projects that are hot right now like Buttered has is Cool Cats, but Cool Cats, their entry point is crazy right now. It's about um, Butter. Do you know what the Cool Cat is right now?
1: Yeah, and I'm so sorry, so embarrassed. I don't know. I've never been rugged this bad. I'm getting like, <laughs> conspiracy theories going in my head. <laughs> but, butter um, doesn't love us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't like Butter. Um, but the Cool Cats, I believe they're around eight or nine ETH. They're like fluctuating between there. Uh, okay. I haven't seen it go above nine, and they're pretty stable. Yeah, oh yeah, very stable. I think it's like certain NFT projects, like blue chips, or at least the projects that people think blue chi- are blue chips or will be blue chips. They reach like a certain like level, and then they don't drop below that. But sometimes they do. Uh, but I feel like you know, Cool Cats is one of those that can maintain like a, a decent floor.
0: Another one that um is pretty popular is Doodles. Doodles is at 3.85 ETH, um, that they're already, you know, up out there. Um, so <laughs> if you have 3.85 ETH then it might, you know, you might want to get in, um, Lazy Lions is another one. Like I said before, that's one project that I have my eye on. Um, if their floor does drop, I will be hoping, hopefully picking one up. And another thing, um, I wanted to mention is about FOMO. I've. Made, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I've made bad choices because of FOMO before. Um, there's a project that I did buy into um, because a lot of my friends um, bought into that project. And the price point that I got in was pretty high for that project. And the price point that the project is in now is <laughs> I cry every night when I see it. <laughs> You know, I'm going to sound like Judy when she says, she says goodnight to her NFTs. <laughs> I can't say goodnight to my NFTs until I burn. That <laughs> I can't say goodnight anymore because I, I look at my NFTs and I'm like, you're still here. <laughs> yeah, so um, maybe I'll hide it. I don't know. But if, <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. Um, Yeah, so you got to be very, you know, kind of watch and see. Like I said, if you don't get in on Mint and you're buying secondary, I bought that project in secondary, and I FOMO'd big time, and it was such a horrible decision. Um, If you FOMO, if you're about to FOMO, calm yourself all the way down. And this is, I mean, I'd say this is not financial advice. This is financial advice. If you feel that FOMO coming on, calm yourself all the way down because I fomo hard and I didn't even buy with E, but with Fiat, I went and pulled money from my account. <laughs> and then when I look back at it, I'm like, Oh my God, Tony, a dummy, <laughs> you know, but it happens. You, you need these lessons. If I don't have, if I didn't have this lesson, I can't share. And, you know, hopefully somebody else avoids, um, you know, avoids the tragedy of, FOMOing into a project that the floor will tank um, terribly, but yeah. So one thing, one thing to do, I think, in my opinion, is kind of look at the trend. If you're buying secondary, kind of look at the trend and see, you know, how often their floor moves up or down. I mean, they say, oh, you shouldn't worry too much about floor price, but if you're buying in, obviously, you want to worry about floor price. The project people shouldn't worry too much about floor price, but if I'm buying into a project, I want to come in at a point that's low. So if it does go up, great. Um, but I don't want it to go down beyond where I came in. You know, um, a good example would be um, I wasn't I didn't film more on this though. Um robot- their floor was um, at 0.3, I'm not sure what they are right now, I'm gonna look for it. Um, 0.3 last week, cause ETH, the gas fees for ETH were really, really high, and a lot of these projects went down. And I really should have probably gotten in, but I could not justify buying that gas, like buying with the three, $400 gas fees. I could buy it and my conscience just couldn't do it. You know, um, and now their floor price is back up to 0.5. I knew it was a good buy. I could not justify the gas fee, you know, and now they're back 0.5. So I'm pretty much just gonna keep stalking them to see if they ever come down again. Um, same with the lazy line. So I'm stalking those two. Um, but yeah, um, is there anything you wanna add, um, Buttered?
1: No, yeah, I think when if you're coming into NFTs, like if, if you guys haven't taken the dive yet, <clears throat> One thing you need to expect is like you're going to be holding bags. You're going you're gonna to make bad decisions because we all have. And you know, I feel like we'll continue to make bad decisions because it's so hard. Despite like being aware of all of this, doing your research, you can miss something and it ends up kind of screwing you over. And then the project tanks to zero. So just know when people are saying don't you know play with money, uh, you can't afford to lose. That's because even though you can do your due diligence – you can still get rugged pretty hard. Yeah. Be careful.
0: I'm a good example of that. Cause I did do my research and even before I purchased, I did ask around, I'm like, you guys sure this is a good project. And everyone that I knew in the project were good people, you know, and we're all, we all kind of, you know, felt bad afterwards when things happened a little scandal kind of brought the project down or affected that project too. You know, um, And you got to be careful. Like, I think, you know, I'm not sure if anybody has a project going on right now. But if you have a project going on right now, please, for the sake of the people buying into your project, try to keep your image as clean as possible and have some integrity because anything that you do or that is associated with you it can affect those that have trusted in you and it can affect those that have bought into your project and that's what happened with us we kind of were like the you know they were sniping this person and we kind of got caught up in the crossfires <laughs> and um you know i, I mean uh, i had like 0.5 eth and there it's, it doesn't sound like a lot of money but 0.5 e can, I don't know, buy a couple of groceries.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, you know, like you know, they all say, "Oh, what is this? it's just 0.5 e that you're." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I complain about a penny if you know if it went south in a way that could have been avoided. If it's something that you know they probably couldn't. Um, um, it, um, couldn't help, then it's different, but it was something that could have been avoided and it wasn't avoided and it just affected all of us. And then we st- started gathering, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and that is why another thing I say, it's always good to have camaraderie when you buy into projects, cause that will help. If anything happens, you have people you can lean on, you have people you can talk to that share the same, um, project and same interest with you to kind of calm you down, you know, um, Me and um, Julian are in that same project together and we talk a lot about it and, you know, it helps. It helps a lot because I probably would have been, you know, soaking my pillow in tears like what did I do (laughs) (laughs) if I didn't have him to talk to, you know. So it's also very, like I said, very important to. When you're in a project, join the Discord, be friendly with people that share the same project with you. You you you're gonna build lifelong friendships in NFTs. I'll tell you that for free. You know, you're gonna build some um friendships in NFTs that will go beyond or outside of NFTs and full thing. Um so yeah, buttered, what what um projects do you think? No, not financial advice. And for those that are just joining us, um, Again, we are recording. Um, we are going to be recording this episode for the NFT talk show. If you want to listen to it later, you can go on Apple Podcast, um, Stitcher Radio, iHeart and type in NFT talk show. Just to kind of get, uh, if you missed anything, if you missed me crying about, <laughs> about my little PFP nightmare. Um, yeah, so like I said, Butter, what projects, if you were getting into NFTs today, projects would you be looking at? um getting into I
1: would I would say that in this current market you have to be a little extra careful um just because a lot of people are I think apprehensive right now like the market feels unsure. Um, so if you're gonna be investing into a project right now, today, I would say you you better hope it's like a guarantee. And I do think there are some out there that that are do have a good chance of doing well. Uh, there's one being pushed by Uh, the the board ape community in response to a recent like awful rugging that happened where there was a project that people aped into without you know doing their due diligence well actually i think most people did do their diligence but a lot of influencers were pushing it so you got to watch out for that it's a good example of like influencers might be you know a proponent of like a project that they necessarily don't know everything about they just kind of want to pump their own bags and then they end up getting their whole community into it and then you know, a lot of people end up buying into it and it actually was exposed for having like racist traits that were awful. And once it was exposed, it was disgusting and embarrassing for the whole community. And I think the apes are trying to respond with like supporting a, a project that has is like a similar concept. The art is much different. The art is much better, honestly. The the one that was the rug was like just a straight up rip off and like slight photoshopping of the apes. Uh, this one is like actual original art uh based on the apes and i forgot the name go on this whole spiel and then forget the name of it but uh, (laughs) let me go find it i'll I'll pin it up top but it's something to do with like baby apes it's like a project derivative of the apes that's like a baby ape and i see a lot of apes kind of supporting it and i think it's going to do well because of that
0: awesome so for me um I think there are also some things that you know have I'll say red flags. What are the red flags you look for um, when you're when you see a PFE? In my DMs um, on Instagram and Discord, I get tons of DMs. Oh new project, there's like a 10 new, 20, 50 billion new projects every single day. You know, and it's crazy. (laughs) So um, what are the red flags that you look for when you, you know, look at a project and you're thinking, should I buy into it or should I not? What are the red flags that you look for?
1: So I'll give you the example of like the most red flaggy project I I experienced, like not necessarily like it was. I just I felt the most red flags internally, you know, like looking at, at it like I was enticed, but at the same time felt a feeling in my stomach where I was like, this doesn't feel right. And it was, uh, the Metaverse. Um, I think that part the, the things that were a red flag was <laughs> the obvious, uh, like population of their discord was like all bots or not all, bots, a large amount of, because I think at some point more discord members than NFT like consumers that actually exist, like in the whole market. Uh, or like oh, wow. a huge large percentage if not more than that actually existed um that was a red flag also like people that don't engage in the twitter community i've I've kind of grown to like stay away from unless they've gotten some kind of um you know validity elsewhere like maybe have time like a gary v you know like he doesn't have time to always be coming in here because he's doing other stuff that is like good for the whole space but um yeah I find like if if they're not engaging in the community especially like an athlete like if you're an athlete I'm sorry but and I have a, I have a friend who's an athlete and he's aware of this like they're going to have a bias against them just because so many athletes have come in here and tried to just make money grabs
0: Oh I I see that all the time where um you know um people in the NFT community they get really upset about that like um you're just going to come in and use your fame and we're here busting our butt and you're just going to come out of nowhere and, um, use your fame to, to make some money and go yeah I think that's I think that's pretty bad especially because they don't give back to the community and I, I think that's not okay and speaking of mechaverse I, I mean I remember when it first came out it was like this big hype oh my goodness everybody was trying to get in on the mint and I I was like <laughs> I, I don't know but you know the the weirdest part of it about the mechaverse for me was even at mint, that's for they did the re- no even the, not even the reveal was at mint somebody sold their mint for like maybe 8 eighth or something i can't remember off the top of my head and looking at the floor price now they're like at point one one five. you know that's that's like ooh yeah <laughs> that's a and, huge hit you know yeah that's you're huge- right That's a huge hit. And that's why I said about FOMO, like, you know, if you don't know what FOMO is, I'm sorry, I just keep using these terms and I'm not being um, clear what they are just because I'm assuming everybody here um, does NFTs and I'm sure there are probably some that don't. FOMO is fear of missing out, you know, when you get that excited feeling in your tummy and you're like, oh my God, I got to get in on this too. Maybe I'll make some money, you know, so that's what FOMO, and that was what... (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say this. I was one of the reasons that made me buy into that project that I'm not going to mention their name that I totally should go burn, but um yeah, it was the FOMO like all my friends are in it and they're all excited and you know, they were promising so many things that never happened. Um, and I, I do kind of, it's still ongoing, but I still feel a little rugged <laughs> because every single thing that was promised, um, didn't happen. You know, they changed their story along the way. Um, and we're still going to take care of that. Cause I don't, I, I like people with integrity and I don't like people's story on me. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, even if it costs me to do it. Um, and if I can, I'll explain why I can. I'm not just going to kind of, in a very rude way, just say, well, it is what it is, you know. And you also got to be very, very careful about that in the NFT space. Um, not everybody is um, has good intentions. Um, some are anonymous. And if you FOMO hard for someone that nobody knows and they rug you, there's nothing you can do. There are no refunds in crypto. You know, once that money is gone it's gone, you know, um, until, I don't know, maybe somebody's going to write a reverse contract where if you get rugged, all the, well, all the money, I don't know how that would work because they would have probably pulled all the money out and um, left, right, Butter?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, don't ask me any technical questions because I'll give you an answer, but it's probably not true.
0: <laughs> I feel you on that one. Um, yeah, so you pinned up the Abe Kids Cup. So the Abe Kids Cup, club is it by board apes yacht club
1: yeah i believe the team is uh, i think it says that they're fully doxed they're all at least uh, members of the uh, Board Ape yacht club from uh what it says up there i don't know though i didn't i didn't make sure i'm not going to be one of those people to be like yeah totally everything's fine go check because i definitely <laughs> did but um i will say that it's it's being uh propped up by a lot of uh, members of the ape trust Okay. Uh, which is which is not enough. Like you know, we were just like telling people to you know do their own research. So I'll definitely exactly. do my exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I see. Um, there's some in um in the room. Maybe they can. Maybe one person can come up and shed um light on the project. Just in case somebody wants to get in, you never know. Maybe they'll get in at a good um price point, make some money, and then give a little bit for giving not financial advice. <laughs> giving me not financial advice. All right, so um, we're going to start bringing um, people up. I see a lot of people requested, but we're going to do it one at a time just to kind of keep it a little organized. Um, so um, when we bring you up and you've requested and when you're done, I'm going to kind of drop you back down to um, listener. So um, Vicki, um, I wanted Vicki to kind of give us a little bit of insight on the board Apes Um on the Board Apes Kids Club project, um, since she's a board Ape. Hi, Vicki.
3: Hi there. Welcome, everybody. Um, yeah, I, I heard about the previous one. Um, so I can't really speak, of, because I know there was a lot of controversy regarding the project that came out that obviously uh, wasn't, wasn't a good one and had various traits that were very, very um, racist, um, then it transpired that there was apparently a project that came before that, so that the, they copy and pasted and front-run the second one. So so in that sense, is like I've not done any research on a lot of derivatives that come out for board, I don't actually look at because I prefer, as I've gone through the space to support one of one artists that maybe do um, all sorts of things, not just kind of eight derivatives. But I also, as I've gone through from since when I joined, ensure that any I am involved in, pretty much now 100% of the time, they are not anon. So I know who the artist is, I know what the the mission is. Um, same when I invested in the world of women, um, before I mentioned that to the community, I made sure that the artist Yam actually had a LinkedIn page and YouTube videos so that, that when you're investing, it's not just about winning or losing money. It's about making sure your money goes to the the right projects for
0: everybody. Awesome. So, um, I know there are a lot of people that are probably wondering, like, how do I start? Where do I start from? Um, Vicky, do you want to kind of maybe not financial advice, but kind of give us um, a little insight on what you look for besides, you know, knowing that they're not anonymous? Um, you know, what price points would be a good entry point for somebody that's just starting out in NFTs? And what do you think they should um, look for before they get started?
3: Um, at the moment, the market is, I um, think, uh, as Butters just mentioned, the market is very funny. So, if I had friends or family that actually believed me that NFTs uh, weren't a scam, if I had people to invest, I would probably say to them, like, hold back right now. The market is in quite a strange place. I wouldn't want anyone to lose their money. Um, I was slightly different because I came in with Gary V and V Friends. So, I, I came in via that route. So, my route's very different than a lot of people. I think that. From, um, I listened to a great program in the morning called the Nifty Alpha Show, and it seems like a, a lot of new people are coming in and, and obviously going on Solana at the moment because obviously it's cheaper to, to mint there. But it, it really depends. It's like I, I would just advise caution everybody at the moment go rushing in or fomo in in and, and don't always believe that somebody that you follow on Twitter uh, that's got a large following knows what's best for you. That's, a, that's a definitely a big one.
0: Absolutely. Like I said um, um, earlier in the show, um, for those joining us, um, we're, this is the NFT talk show. We're recording and we're talking investing in PFP projects, some of the things that you should know. Um, I mentioned earlier, you know, there are some influences in the space and there's a current drama going on right now where an influencer that is known to rug people and rip people off keeps getting bought from and keeps getting, you know, um, their project pumped and people still keep falling for it over and over and over again. And in my mind, I'm like, how how do they keep falling for it? Because it's not news that this person does this. Um, I guess, you know, when you have new people coming into the space every day, um, you're going to have situations where they might not know. Um, who this person is and you know see that they have a good following and people are like retweeting them and think it's okay but yeah like you said you don't just go by what an influencer says always do your own research always go in the discords always make sure you know who the team um are just you know interact with them and just kind of get a feel for um what's going on, what their vision is, you know, all the projects that I um, have, I have famed ladies. I know famed ladies had a rocky start, but when the ladies took over, that was when I bought it. I bought in at secondary market and um, I took over. I mean, I bought in when the ladies took over, you know, and I was comfortable with the people over is why I bought it. And I don't have a single regret. I have two famed ladies and, um, I'm not planning to sell either one of them anytime soon, Um, those are probably, you know, the few projects that I'll see, you know, even if I, five years from now, it's still going to be in my wallet. Um, so yeah, always make sure, you know, who are the team who's behind this? Are they legit? And I've seen situations where somebody that might seem legit actually isn't. So patience, also very important. You know, FOMO is your worst enemy. (laughs) FOMO is your worst enemy, you know, because- you rush in, you might be disappointed. Um I get the whole oh, I wanna get in that, you know, mint price. Some projects I've seen projects drop below their mint price. You know, I've seen projects drop below their mint price and Um, it happens. Um, Well, thank you a lot, Vicky, for sharing your insight. Is there anything else you would want to add to the conversation? Uh,
3: Well, I'm also an investor in women and weapons because I see your PSP and a shout out, Sarah. Again, Sarah is a leading example of somebody that you can see in the public space. You can see how hard she's working for a community. Um, You know, even if you guys do your own research, but even if you buy one, and Sarah, and you support the community, I think there's got bigger things coming as well. There's a few communities. Um, and if I said to you all that come come next year, you look at the amount of projects that are around, and I, my prediction is that of the projects we currently see this year, three will still be here. Next Christmas, that's my prediction. Three, maybe four, will still be here. That will give you some insight into where your money is going and if your money is going to be safe come, come next year.
0: Absolutely. When I first joined the NFT space, I heard 99% of projects will fail. So um, the right team absolutely matters, and that, that is also very important. Thanks a lot, Vicky, for sharing um, your insight. I'm going to bring up Tao. Um, She's also um, women and weapons. Hi. Hey
2: Tony.
4: How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hi Buttered. Hi Vicky. Hi Tail. So when you were when you were talking about the FOMO, oh my God, I went through it this week, <laughs> especially with Boss Beauties because you know I love. Oh yeah. Oh, oh gosh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you know I love women centered projects. Women and weapons is my jam. Family. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, like. And then when Marvel came in, you know, I yes. love Marvel, and so I was just like getting FOMO really bad. But it's not something I can afford to buy into right now. And you gotta, you gotta get accountability buddies. Like, go to your real friends and tell, <laughs> tell them that you're about to buy into it, and, <laughs> and they will slap you and be like, hell no, stop it. Like, get you some no friends. Like, hell no friends. So. They talked me out of it, so I'm okay.
0: (laughs) Do you know what's really funny? You mentioned that. Uh huh. Um, I think it was um, Sarah that tweeted Bus Beauties um, this morning. Yeah. And I immediately closed out my Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw it, and I that was the first thing I did. I closed out my Twitter immediately. I saw it. I was like, no, no, no. And I'll tell you why I did that. two, three weeks ago, when gas was really high, I think this was like two weeks ago, Boss Beauties, I almost pulled the plug and got one at 0.09. And um, I just kind of, you know, I was like, this gas doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just going to wait. Um, and then they went to 0.1. It was still okay. I can still do, you know, and then I checked the floor i think was it 2 days ago and i was like oh shoot <laughs> you know so when i saw um sarah tweeted this morning i was like i'm not doing this to myself cuz yeah you know, you'll get the you get one part is fomo right and the other part is regret <laughs> yes. and that was the regret was what i felt you know cuz i was like okay i mean what was the grass and gas again like 200 dollars <laughs> the regret was what i i, I mean i i I've seen um, Boss Beauties, and I've seen the where they're going with their project, and I think it's a really good project, but I just felt like, ugh, I should have just- done it at that 0.09, and I didn't. Yes. So anything that has Boss Beauties that I see now, I just quickly just take my... Close out the page and like don't do it. I know. I just, I'm <laughs> so freaking at
4: myself. Like I saw it, just like I was like, ooh, I, I should really save up for this, but then I didn't pull I... the trigger. And now look at us. Now look at us. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. And I had to the eat in there,
0: and I, I just, you know, I was like, you know what. And then that's another thing I should bring up. You know, sometimes we miscalculate. Like, I do this with crypto. I trade crypto, too, and I do this with crypto sometimes where I'll be like, okay, well, this coin is just zero point, and this coin is 0.5. And then I'll go get the 0.1 coin, but then the 0.5 coin will be the one to take off. So sometimes it can be really, really tricky to, um, you know, kind of, Um, make up your mind and say okay you know this might have you just never know which one might end up having more value in the long run and it's a game you know that you play and hope to win and sometimes it might be the one that's a little bit more expensive that ends up having more value and the one that's not that ends up going to you know um, going to be below what you paid for it. So um, again, not financial advice, <laughs> but no, no regret. <laughs> I mean, there's regret, but <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm, it's trying all a
0: myself. <laughs> I'm trying to console myself. No <laughs> I know
4: no, it's okay. No, you did the right thing,
0: Tony. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I'm gonna. Um. Is there anything you want to add for us, Tao, Before I bring somebody oh, else up. No. It's just like, you know, venting a little bit, but I, I'm done. I'm, I- I'm absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I feel you. Where, where are you? Same page. Same page. <laughs> it's funny that you would mention that because literally I had the same emotion yeah. this morning when I saw the, Mar- I mean, I'd seen the Marvel news like two days ago. And then when I saw it again this morning, I was like, you know what, just go. Just just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put myself through that mental Yeah, I heard pain. <laughs> I was like, I gotta talk to her. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um I'm gonna bring up Lolo up. Um one second. Can
4: you hear me? Yes. Okay, awesome. <laughs> it's always that weird time in between. Um, and then, oh, Connecting. <laughs> right, there's should lot people. Um, yes, and I also just want to come up and say, you know, hey to another woman in weapons. Hi. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello. Love the community. I always jump in if I see someone, or if I know you do. But my taking, taking over. Me. I know, right? I'm excited. <laughs> um, so my question is, I'm still trying to figure out the whole like whitelisting process. Okay, Uh, If someone can kind of break down, like people invite me to a whitelisting, but like, what does it really mean? And then there's also a lot of conversation around how gas can be better if you're whitelisted or maybe because everyone's not minting at the same time. Um, So very curious on that. All right. So
0: because Buttered has a TFP project that he's working on right now, I think he would be in the best position to answer that. I'll let him take that. um, And then I'll chime in as you guys go along.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So um, we are doing a whitelist ourselves. It's It's a list for people to place their wallets down so that you can essentially reserve your place in a exclusive mint before the public gets to mint. So once the public gets to mint, let's say it's a project that's really popular, there's gonna be a lot of transaction transactions happening in a short period of time causing increase in gas. So the idea is to kind of like uh, get a group of people in who are active in the community uh, and to reward them for being active in the community by putting them on a white list so that when it comes time to mint, you can mint comfortably within a certain allotted amount of time. Sometimes projects will do it like a couple hours, some even less, some more. Um, and so basically you're gonna have a lower gas fee because they're like restricting the amount of people that come in. However, that does not always mean gas fees will be cheap. They'll just be as like cheaper than if they let you mint with the, the public. But uh, yeah, whitelists are a great idea, especially if you plan on minting a bunch of a project. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to get in ours, ours is in the Discord. (laughs) Little show. Awesome! I'm getting in yours. I've
0: been begging them to release their project because I'm so in love with it. I'm like that I fomo for because I, I love the um I love the palaces and I really really want a wallet. Um and I keep bugging every time I'll DM buttered. I'm like, when are you guys dropping? When are you guys? I'm sure I'm irritating, irritating at this point. Like, when are you guys dropping? When are you? that's probably gonna be? I always say, oh, this is gonna be my last project for the year 2020. But um if they drop this year for sure, that will be my last project for the year 2020 when I think I have a good amount of wonderful um, female-led projects and a good amount of other projects as well that I'm comfortable with, even though I don't have a lazy lion, even though I, ha- I don't have an ape, but I have a famed lady. I have uh, women and weapons, and I'm happy, um, I'm happy with those. Um, but, yeah. Um, go ahead, Lola.
4: Yes. Uh, thank you for that and for all the information. Um, and so for... In relations, being into more uh, projects that are older or more mature, or even coming through like their second mm-hmm. phases and stuff, are they doing like user experience research, or like are they reaching out and kind of building based on, from your experience, maybe like on discussions in the discords and stuff, or is it just really coming from like the creative director kind of place?
0: Um, you know, Vicky is very involved in famed ladies. I think if you can answer that for us, Vicky, that would be awesome. Uh, full disclosure, I'm not involved, although I love the ladies, the famed ladies squad.
3: I've got women and weapons and, uh, well, world of women. But yeah, not FLS, although I love and I love Danielle. Oh,
0: okay. I always see you with, okay, well, I see you with the famed ladies all the time. That's why I assumed <laughs> like, you had one too. Oh, that, see how beautiful... See how beautiful this is? It's like you don't necessarily even have to, you know, own one of the PFPs. A lot of the times when you have a women and weapons and you're famed ladies, there's still that camaraderie that comes with, you know, being a part of one project or another. And that's, that's absolutely amazing. This is why we need um, the
3: carousel <laughs> PFP because I have some amazing PFPs and I would like to kind of rotate them like a moving thing.
0: Oh, that would be an awesome idea. I know they were saying Twitter was looking into um, doing something where they used to have the PF, I mean moving PFPs and they were looking into doing it again and I, that actually would be a very good idea. So I don't have to choose. Um, it's always hard for me like who should I put up? Um, who should stay, <laughs> you know, so I don't have to choose between my projects. Well, the good that's thing is when
3: you see a Twitter profile and you suddenly realize, like I did a couple of weeks ago, I got shared, my husband shared a profile uh, of something that was carrying my profile picture, um, you suddenly know you've made it, that somebody wants to Im- imitate your account. It suddenly becomes quite humorous.
0: Absolutely amazing. <laughs> that's funny. You, you look at it and you go, hey,
3: that's me.
0: What am I doing? That's today? me. <laughs> They say imitation is the best form of flattery. <laughs> Nobody's imitating mine yet, but soon, soon, soon. Well, Ronnie, <laughs> you know,
3: Ronnie Ronson thought Vendetta was the, the profile to have, and poor Ronnie Ronson's not got a Twitter account anymore.
0: <laughs> um, Butter, do you want to chime in on that for us?
1: Um, I'm sorry, I totally just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were we just talking about? <laughs> so
0: you remind me. Okay, so I'm gonna have Lolo ask the question again, so you can, yes, um, please. unless, unless you lost the chain of thought too.
4: I <laughs> know. Yeah. Uh, I think I still got it, but I definitely understand. Um, so I was wondering for the, some of these projects that have just been around longer in the NFT space. If, and they're coming around, they're like round two kind of setups and stuff. Are they doing any user experience research internally, like in the discords or something uh, to, to come up with these ideas? Or is it basically completely from like the creative artist,
1: um, just mine, you know? It's a great question. I think some projects are probably um, doing the research and some projects are just going off of their uh, creative mind, what they, what their idea was. Um, I'm not entirely too sure which projects are doing what, but it seems like everybody's just almost kind of winging it, you know, like once you start to gather more resources, like let's say a board API club, I'm sure they had no idea how to do a lot of this stuff. Like they had to hire the right people, but once they got the, the resources, AKA the money, um, they quickly figured it out, or at least were able to hire the people to be able to figure it out. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a part of like, um, it probably takes a lot of brainstorming and research to figure out what would people enjoy? What would people like? And it definitely seems like they're paying attention, you know, like they're, they're releasing things, coming out with things, building roadmaps, uh, that just get everybody really excited because they're hitting all the points that like everybody's kind of talking about as far as gamification. I think everybody's kind of looking toward the future of like, you know, metaverse gamification, um, and they're paying attention.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I have a question, Butter, about gamification. How important do you think that is to NFTs, um, the future of NFTs?
1: Oh, man, I think it's going to be immeasurably important. It's, it's so important. Not just because I don't, I don't think like it's going to dominate it so much that NFTs are going to, it's just going to drown everything else out. I just think it's going to onboard so many people uh, because everybody likes playing video games and not everybody but uh, a lot of people do, and people are already spending so much time and money on video games. It's like a a net negative, right? So if you're playing video games, not only are you spending all your time playing it, but you're losing money playing it, which is fine because you're gaining the experience, which is fun. But if you imagine adding, being able to make money off of that, to that whole dynamic, that's insane. That just means like, now you can be like, hey, I'm being productive, I'm making money. I'm having this experience with my friends, it's fun. Uh, to me, that sounds like, how is that not gonna change the whole face of NFTs? Um, I think it'll be huge. I mean, I don't know if you guys know about Axie Infinity. I like just kind of dove into it. I'm diving into like Sandbox as well. Um, the future is exciting. It's like a re- it's gonna be a really cool place.
0: So speaking of Sandbox, um- I was told about sandbox about three weeks ago, I think, and I've been looking into it. I haven't had the headspace to sit down properly because I'm like, like I said, you know, I do my own research and I advise everybody do your own research. And I tend to kind of drag my feet when I'm doing research on something that I feel is going to be, you know, obviously long-term or not just, it's not a project. It's something that, you know, um, is being developed to, be long term. Um, do you want to kind of kind of give us a little idea of what sandbox is like? I I mean I know what it is, but if you want to share with other people, so that it might jerk them to want to go look into it as well.
1: Yeah, I I definitely uh, it's I guess it's technically not a PFP project, so I didn't want to um, I wasn't going to bring it up, but it's I feel like it's so important that if if you want to be in the NFT space, you at least know about it, so you can decide for yourself whether or not this is a good investment, which in my very unprofessional uh, opinion, I have very limited amount of experience and exposure to NFTs, but I, I see it and I look at the potential and it's, to me, it's huge. Um, so the sandbox is basically a metaverse that is similar in a lot of ways to, I would say Minecraft, and it's similar in the way it looks, in a way that you can build your own uh, like structures on land that you own. So a lot of people will go and buy land, and then it gives you coordinates like a longitude and latitude. And then you can go look it up and uh, build like property or, you know, structures or like a clubhouse or whatever, a statue of yourself, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to do. Um, and you can also build, I believe you, you can. You know what? I'm not even going to say this. because I don't know for that for a fact. Uh, but what I will say is you can build uh, like games. They have like this, uh, this software that's like built in and user-friendly, and you can go in and, like, build games off of, like, this this thing that they build games off of. <laughs> but it's really cool. And so, basically, you can customize, like, your own clubhouse. Like, imagine you can create, like, you know, Discord sucks. Can we all just agree Discord is the worst? It's like... I use
0: Discord, but I swear I use it because it's just what we have at the moment, but the interface, everything just... When we have another um, alternative, I'm... Me and my people were out.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's so. It's like so inundated with scammers and like people constantly messaging you. And now I have like you know if you're investing in an NFT, uh, you want to join the Discord. And it's just so you have too many Discords. So imagine. I feel like all of that will transfer to like a sandbox where if you want to interact, like you go into their sandbox. I think it's going to be standard to have like a sandbox or a metaverse for your NFT collection to jump into. So if you want to invest in something, uh, digital land might be, I mean, imagine, you know, some people even compare it to like being able to buy land in Beverly Hill, 1940s and 50s. Um, It could be that kind of opportunity, but I shouldn't have said that because that's not true. (laughs) Who knows? It could be.
0: You never know. Well, you've given me a little push to kind of um, spend my weekend actually not procrastination is such a bad thing. By the way, everybody, if there's something you want to do and you're very sure you want to do it, procrastination is horrible. And I'll tell you a little procrastination story. The ENS, I'm not sure if anybody got the ENS names um, a few months back. Um, I had bought my name, bought a couple of other and I procrastinated. And usually, what I'll do is any brand that I own, I'll buy the domains, I'll buy the, anything related to it. Um, and I was going to do that. And I just, you know, was like, I don't know, something distracting. NFTs, maybe. <laughs> and I did not go back to buy all the um, names, totally maybe 12, you know, that I could have bought. And, um, kind of bought like about a few, you know, held onto those ones. And we know what happened with the ENS and everybody got um, a shitload of money. And I was like, oh my God, if I had not procrastinated, I would be like sitting in some cool dough (laughs) right now, probably in the, you know, South of France right now, (laughs) you know, but yeah. So if you want to do something and you're 110% sure that you want to do it, do not, absolutely do not procrastinate, get it done. Same thing with NFTs. If you if your heart is set on a project that you want to do, if you're an artist, go ahead and do it. If you're 100% sure, um, if you're a collector, if you're 100% sure and you've done your research um, you know, and the price is right, go ahead and do it. Um, I'm going to reset the room real quick again for um, everyone just joining us. This is the NFT talk show. Um, we are recording and... Topic for today is investing in PFP projects, things that you should know. Um, if you do become a millionaire from this advice, that it's not financial advice, don't forget your girl, Tony. <laughs> I am here. Uh, So you could just, you know, I'll take a Lamborghini. (laughs) But yeah, so um, we're going to bring up more people. And my co-host for today is the wonderful Buttered Toast. Um, They have a P project coming up called um, the Grand Bazaar Palaces. And I felt he was like the perfect fit. Um, for this particular episode, because one, you know, he's also into PFPs like I am, and has a cool cat and is very knowledgeable. You see the pinned um, tweet up there; those are the palaces. They're absolutely gorgeous, and I am I'm, I'm fomoing into that one. Um, as soon as they decide to drop it, they they keep teasing me. <laughs> They keep teasing me, you know, I'm going to have to find your dev and, you know, kidnap your dev. Like, release it. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to bring more people in. i know like who's your dad i'll say it in the nicest way and then you're gonna tell me and then i'm gonna look for your dad I'm like look
1: hey for enough <laughs> eth i'll give him up his address whatever you need i need a lambo too and all and wow
0: you really quickly
1: everybody <laughs> everybody's got a price Turn on your own dev. Wow. <laughs> Address, a list of his fears, what do you need? <laughs> right,
0: no.
3: This is a this is a double oh. rug. It's really you. You're the dev, so you're rugging yourself.
0: I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Giving <it> myself up.
0: <laughs> like I, I'm doxing myself. <laughs> Shoot, for a couple of ETH, okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna bring um more people to speak. Um the topic again is invested in PFP, so let's try to keep it um, within the topic, if you have any experiences you want to share with the with our listeners, if you have any advice, or if you have questions, um, we're here to um, listen. All right, so um, AOP, I always call people by like the first four letters (laughs) of their profile name i just think it's so cool like i'll shorten everybody's name like i have a nft friend of mine i call him tib (laughs) and i'm like yeah i call you tib because it sounds so cool yeah (laughs) but yeah so um yeah aop how are you
5: i appreciate you for bringing me up um it's been a day so far so i appreciate y'all hosting this thank you AOP, that's, that's my family's brand. Uh, it stands for accidentally on purpose, just because we always feel like we're working to make something happen on purpose, but it all comes together by accident somehow. Um, but I just wanted to get on, because it was nice hearing you talking about regret and sort of fear of missing out, because I feel like those are stages that everyone goes through when they get into the NFT space. I myself, haven't been in it for too long. I've only been in it since um, September, I believe. And I do feel like I've matured a lot in the space in terms of just learning and and different experiences and whatnot. but one thing I found us that I wanted to share is not to dwell on things because I see people who've gotten into the space that I know personally that really let it affect their mental health, um, like affect everything they're doing, and it's kind of like a ripple effect. So at the end of the day, if something happens, if you mint a project, like it goes to zero, or if you made a decision that was bad, you just have to look at it as if... What can I do? If there's nothing I can do about it, all you have to do is move on because you're gonna come out better and stronger experience and the knowledge you gained from what you had to go through. I um, want to hear who feels down. Um, I know my PFP is at eight, but I had to go through shit to be able to work my way to get one. Um, I went through a lot. I think my first seven projects were losses. So don't don't feel like if, you know, your first one's not it, your second one's not it, your third, like your time is coming. You just have to learn um, and just grow. That's all life is about. We're we're constantly students of life. Um, I'm a scientist myself, so I'm always learning, but I I truly believe that everyone should look at themselves as a student of life because you never know everything and you're always learning um, and we're always developing. So that's kind of just my point of view that I wanted to share and I appreciate Um, You, Tony, um, you, butter, buttered toast, that's fire. And then, Vicky, Vicky, I've seen you around so many different spaces, and I always love hearing what you have to say, too. So um, it's finally nice to just actually recognize you. Um, And I would definitely, I followed pretty much a lot of people just because I like sort of the vibe I was getting from the community where we're all trying to uplift each other. We're all trying to provide something um, to kind of help the next person, and I do appreciate that because there is a lot of people trying to take advantage of people who don't know much. And as we've seen all the things that's going on, and that's kind of not why I got into the NFT space. I'm from New York City. If I wanted a headache, I'd go down the block to a park and you could find plenty of problems. So I'm, I'm, I am really want to build something for myself and my family and build a, a tight-knit community along the way as well. So I appreciate you guys for hosting spaces like these.
0: Absolutely. It's absolutely our plan. um, You know, I say the community, if we can help each other out and, you know, share share knowledge. It's so important to share knowledge. I know when I started in the NFTs, I knew absolutely nothing. And so when somebody goes, what's your genesis? I'm like, if you know the mess that I made of my genesis, <laughs> you would know why. I don't really talk so much about it because I, I was just all over the place. And you know, spaces like this, they do help. You know, you never—you just never know. You know, it's always good when somebody that has a little bit more experience than you do um, shares that little knowledge. You know, we're not taking that knowledge anywhere. We don't need to hoard it. Um, it's always a good idea to share it with um, others.
5: Thank you so much. I'm going to step that face to somebody else, but I'll definitely you. be tuned in. And I really appreciate the conversation and allowing me the chance to talk.
0: Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to be bringing um, somebody else up to speak. Um, The topic, again, is investing in PFP projects, things you need to know. If you want to ask questions or if you just want to share your experiences, again, it's not financial advice. And always do your own research. It's the NFT Talk Show. And we are recording. And it will be up on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, and everywhere you can find a podcast. All right. So, I am going to bring, like I said, um, I always call people their first three names, Art. <laughs> hi Art, thanks for joining us.
2: Hello, sorry, it was uh, a bit of a connection problem.
0: Okay, there we go. Hi, how are you?
2: I'm fine, thank you. Uh, hi, all people. Thanks for having me here, Tony. Thank you so much. Uh, it's great to be in this NFT community, actually, and this uh, space. Uh, thank you. So uh, you're so positive. Actually, when I started to listen to you, I started to laugh too much. <laughs> so it gave me uh, positive uh, vibes. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm an academic, academic person with a PhD. Uh, I work at Fine Arts Museum, actually, in physical art place. Uh, but after this NFT, uh, we uh, we mean me and my friends. Uh, we decided to uh, research uh, what is this, uh, how is going on. So uh, we decided, and we understand this. Uh, the mentality and the opportunity of NFT is amazing for the other people. Uh, so we love. We are uh, great to be. We are thankful, thankful to be here. Actually, uh, we. We an ape, actually, together. At that time, we didn't have that much money. <laughs> uh, we decided to buy an ape that time as a PFP, actually. Uh, after then, uh, we were talking uh, to friends of us, the, with the community people, so what, we, what can we do for this community? Or uh, how can we help the people? Uh, so we decided to create an pfp like i mean uh, an nft project as an eight mafia collection uh, and people can see on my profile we just uh, minted them so uh, as a metaverse is going to be a first of all we will have our profile pictures there i mean uh, it's gonna be like uh, step by step. So I think uh, this kind of collections gonna be uh, has hype there uh, near future. Uh, I just wanted to uh, thanks and uh, say some things about NFT and my project. Uh, I don't want to talk that much because other people. Uh, probably also wonderful. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for introducing yourself. And, you know, it's absolutely necessary if you're a project owner to, you know, jump in spaces, and when you have the opportunity, you know, introduce yourself, because how will people know you or get familiar with you if you don't um, do that, if you don't introduce yourself and get people familiar with you? It is so important. I've noticed that a lot of times um, when I hop in spaces, it feels different from when I see somebody's tweets, like hearing their voice. it just It's just a little bit more personal. Um, I don't get a chance to hop in spaces as much as I would love to. But every time I do, it's always a very good experience because, you know, um, I also get to hear all the beautiful accents like Vicky's. <laughs> And Butter, will, Butter invites me to the Middle Eastern spaces. So it's just, it's beautiful. If you have the um, opportunity to hop in spaces, just do it, even if it's as, as a listener. And I know a lot of times, you know, when I first started NFTs, I kind of will be quiet and listen. And I I know a lot of people feel nervous about coming up to speak, um, not being sure if they should. And, you know, it happens. And that's fine, too. Just work your way into it. You know, work your way up into it. Um, Thank you so much, Art. And um, best of luck with your project. um, And just, you know keep at it. Keep at it. Absolutely amazing. Um, So yeah, we have a lot of requests, um, but we will be wrapping the space in about 20 minutes. I'm going to bring um, more people up. The topic is investing in PFP projects, things you should know. It's the NFT talk show. We are recording for the podcast, just kind of resetting the room again. Um, But yeah, so we'll bring a few more people up and then we will have Closing statements from me and um, Buttered Toast, AKA Buttered, AKA get my grand bazaar palace ready. <laughs> All right, so lady, um, I'm gonna bring you up now. Um, I think I need to start doing like the, let that connecting happen while I'm talking. <laughs> so the sync happens effortlessly. Um, hi lady.
6: Hi, everybody. This is Lady Millard. I'm a graffiti artist from New York City. Uh, I, I'm a creator of a project called Under One Roof, and we've been using uh, NFTs to provide housing for about four goals. Um, and then a lot of people saw what we did and the idea. So this idea has translated into um, 18 different uh, new projects where people are providing rent for people across the world. So um, we actually wanted to keep our IP because we're uh, inventing a game in order to onboard a bunch of people. And the game is really, really, really simple. So I didn't want to uh, you know, put it out there before it was ready. Um, I've been working with Lisa, who is in the audience, Lisa Zapata, she's M Z, um, and three other people uh, to do this work. Um, We've had a lot of uh, good results, and we've um, only provided housing for about four people, um, and this is to stop them from becoming homeless. It does not deal with the homeless problem that we need to also solve, but we are stopping the home's faucet. Um, which I think is going to be about 5.3 million people are going to be losing their housing in 2022 just because of uh, misinformation, government involvement, um, and other sorts of things that are, uh, you know, predatory toward people that don't know enough. And that usually falls upon um, people of color um, in various communities all around the world. So, we wanted to really, really hone in on um, our proof of product. And we have it now. Like it's, it's done. It's like really working well. Now we're starting to um, teach the game uh, every day and four classes that we hold in Under One Roof clubs.
0: That is absolutely amazing. And this is one of the things that I um, say about NFTs, um, there's so many things you can do with NFTs. Um, you know, there's so many projects out there that you know have a great cause. Like I said, um, the Women and Weapons that is my PFP right now. The number one reason that I, um, you know, jumped in was because they were donating to um, female education, and I absolutely appreciated that. Um, I love the sound of this project. You know, I, I I'm in Los Angeles and. Um, homelessness is a big big issue in my city and just to see people doing a lot of good with NFTs is very very commendable.
6: Uh, Thank you so much I also want to say you know so we we don't want to be open with what we're doing because what we're doing needs to be under wraps it needs to be kept under wraps um, and so we're a private company that is a financial company. So we're doing all of this to make money, right? So all of the things that are, is our secret sauce, we don't wanna share it uh, just with everybody. And so if you pay the dollar membership every month, we will share the secret sauce with you. But if you don't pay the dollar membership every month, we can't share the secret sauce with you. <laughs> It's just a way for us to know who's for us and who's against us. It's just a way to know also to, to. Um, is it Docs or Docs people? Um, so you have to, in order to swipe a credit card, you have to put in your email address and your phone number. So we can call you who, we have 155 people are for us. And, you know, with such a low barrier to entry, you know, we find out who you are, where you're located, And stuff like that. And then we give all the information to those people. Um, Outside of that, we cannot uh, stress enough that it's dangerous for us because we're dealing with multiple cross platforms, um, environments, different countries. Um, People will try to take advantage uh, of us. I've been um, hacked twice this year. Um, People actually didn't steal any money, but Um, because I don't keep my money in those wallets that are connected to my computer. But, um, they were trying to find those resources that can pay rent and I cannot lead them to those resources. That's not going to be fair to the community.
0: Absolutely. And you bring up a good point. Um, you know, I always say in any space that has to do with money or finance, you need to be super careful, um, Especially like Butter said in the Discord, there's a a lot of spam. There's a lot of people posing as other people that will say, oh, um, put your wallet address in. One thing that if you're in NFTs, you should know. If you don't know, is never, ever, ever, ever give anybody your seed phrase. Never, ever, ever download any link that you're not sure of. Even if you are sure, take some time out to you know, look at it and make sure it's from the right place because people mimic OpenSea, people mimic collab land. You've got to be super careful out there. Um, there'll be people promising you, oh, um, if you click this link, you'll get free Bitcoin. I never do it. I don't need their free Bitcoin. Even if I did need their free Bitcoin, I'm not going to take that. It's not absolutely not worth it. Um, I have a friend of mine, you know, when I first started in NFTs, he had, you know, his wallet hacked and hundreds of thousands of dollars taken out of it. Um, so you got to be super careful and protect yourself. And so I don't blame you, lady, for wanting to protect yourself. You got to be super careful out there. Um, you know, like any space, not just NFT space, that you're going to have good players. You're going to have bad players. And because um, crypto is so... Um, you can easily not dox yourself and still make money in crypto. you got to be super careful. You know, don't, don't click links you're not sure of. If you're in somebody's Discord or you're a member of a PFP project, for instance, and you're verifying your PFP so you can participate in things in the Discord – don't wait to like ten hours after you've um, initiated a command. You know when you initiate a command means you know. Let's say you want to verify that you own the particular PFP in your wallet, and you click um, join, and you initiate a command. Like let's say with collab land and it sends you a DM. Don't don't take the risk of waiting because you might not know. It might be the fake collab land that'll come later on, and you end up clicking the wrong thing. So I'm always very careful and very, um, you know, super careful with that. I don't click links that I'm not sure of. I don't, I don't, if I didn't initiate a command, I do not click the link. And that that's something, um, you should be very, very cautious of. And thank you for bringing that up lady. If I, I it's a good, um, thing that we, you know, security is probably another factor that we should always, always be very, very cautious of. And I can't stress it enough, never, ever, ever give your seed phrase, don't download anything so they don't get into your computer and see what you're doing. Be very careful of that. And thank you, lady, for coming up. Um, One
6: last last thing I would like to say uh, as a pitch. Um, So we're doing a... um, a fundraiser right now. It's in my pinned tweet. If you can retweet that pin tweet, that would be awesome. We're trying to raise at least $4,000 up to $30,000 so that we can bring as many uh, females of color to the table to have access um, because we noticed that they are the, um, some of the smartest people, um, but they're not always the most uh, financially secure. And so we want to make sure that they will gain access. Um, we already booked the hotel uh, using the $2,000 that we have. We already booked the flight for myself and one other person. Um, the five people that I wanted to come, uh, there's, you know, there's still space. Um, but you know, we really need to raise the money. So if you want to donate, um, you can. It's. Um, like I said, just $4,000 that we want to provide so that people can have access Um, and, you know, a seat at the table. So, you know, even if we don't get to be at the table with all the famous people, at least we can create our own table people can come and join us at. Thank you. This is Lady Millard. I'm a graffiti artist from New York City.
0: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. And um, thank you for Buttered for um, pinning the tweet you can see the pinned tweet up there um, if you guys want to go ahead and um, join the goFundMe and I think it's a it's a beautiful idea we need a lot more um, of helpful um, especially fem- female oriented projects um, in the nft space. All right. So, um, Butter, um, is there anything you also want to add? I'm going to be bringing one more person up and then we're going to be wrapping, but, um, I would have Butter give us a little bit of more advice because he's well versed in PFPs. <laughs> That's like his thing. My thing is photography. His thing is the PFP projects.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Butter. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I do love the PFPs. That is true. Um, i do have one project that i keep in my back pocket but uh you know in uh in the spirit of like female driven projects that i really support uh definitely tony payne amazing art amazing photography if you guys you know you guys need to diversify don't just get into pfps like me do not do what i do uh but also do what i do and get a tony payne original uh photograph and she also, um, you know, I, I know you've been working on a generative project as well. So I just wanted to show Tony, show her some love for doing this space for all of us and putting us all on our podcast, which is super cool. You guys should go listen to that as well. A lot of you're, helpful advice. You're so sweet. You're making me blush right now. Stop it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to
1: keep going because you're awesome. I'm
0: all here blushing. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Yeah, of um, course. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so I'm going to bring um, one more person up. Um, um sorry excuse me oh
1: uh, wait um, um, i'm sorry I, 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 I totally um uh might have missed bucks white i have another uh, female driven project as well besides the amazing tony payne um and this this one is the the pink cat lady or the pink cat daily um she's an iranian artist i think she's iranian turkish born in iran escaped iran her father was a political prisoner came to america Um, i think she dabbled in uh, being like a hip-hop artist but she is finding a lot of success with her uh, pink cat cartoon that she has been um, illustrating and writing the cartoons for she had got a la times article called her um what was it they called her the garfield of our of gen z which is pretty awesome and it's completely female driven she's trying to onboard a lot of females to the space and she's got a really cool group of uh, female fans um and I would definitely supporting her just because she's so powerful and good for the space. She's constantly working for it, just like you see Vicky and Tony doing the same exact thing. So uh it's all about supporting, you know, these women and I definitely think Pink Cat is gonna be up there with the rest of you guys for sure. So I would recommend taking a look at Pink Cat.
0: Beautiful. You know there was an article going around next um last week in um the NFT space about I think it was at five percent of the sales that go into NFTs were women, and the rest were just you know I think either was it five percent women, fourteen percent unknown, and the rest were um, male. And everybody was kind of I wasn't shocked. Yeah, me um, neither. Everybody was shocked, and I'm like, well, you know, we got to put our um, money where our mouth is. If you look at in my wallet, most of my PFP are women led projects. I'm not I'm not guilty. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm absolutely not guilty. I put my, you know, I put my money where my mouth is. And again, I, other women, I'm actively supporting other women. I'm actively cheering other women on. And, um, I think if there were more women doing that, I think those numbers would change, you know, where women, we are forced to reckon with. So, I don't see why we should be just 5%. But again, um, I know people that onboard women um, into the NFT space and um, donate money to minting and things like that. um Just keep your eyes open. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I'm just going to add to that as well is that
3: don't feel that to have money or NFTs to be in this community, you know, you, there's nothing to stop you artists you love and retweeting their things. There's so many artists in the space that I have no ease for to support everybody. So I, I retweet the ones that love, I love their art and I love following their journeys. And some of my favorite tweets I retweet are seeing people that's left a job that they hate to pursue their art. Or one guy made enough money that he basically paid the mortgage off and he hired a limo and he took his wife and children um, to basically pay off the mortgage at the bank. These are all kind of things on Twitter you can do for free by supporting these artists and getting that conversation going, and that's why I love Twitter Spaces because I talk to some amazing people that I maybe they, they'll come into the room and you hear their stories and their process of art and. I, I just know like five years from now, it's like, I'm going to be there. Like, oh, I spoke to that person when they came in and um, all free. And you don't have to have the worry about the FOMO of, I wish I had loads of money. You know, you just take it step by step. And free retweets for everyone.
0: Absolutely. I always say you can't hoard, you can't hoard um, or take retweets anywhere. You can't hoard it. All these things. I, you know, if I see something that i like i will like i'll comment that's my personality i know there, um, maybe influencers in the space that you know i'm not gonna act like i see that i'm not i don't do that i i probably do a little bit too much because i get very excited and i'm like oh god my goodness oh i like you oh yeah you know and but that's my personality <laughs> i know butters probably but like this this lady is just way too much <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> you're not, not going to tired of me, Butter. If you're going to get tired of me, you at least have to, first of all, give my palace, so then you can go. Never, <laughs> never, palaces, never. So then you can go. Uh, they're yours. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have our last speaker up for the day. Um, she's one of my sisters in Women and Weapons. Mariana, how are you? And she's going to be holding a Tony Payne very soon, if I have anything to do with
7: it. How are you? Well, hi, good to speak to you. Good to be here, everybody. Um, Tony, it's thanks, thanks for bringing me up. Um, you know, as a, a woman who has been in NFTs really for only a couple of months, that's, you know, I'm... I'm new to NFTs, Uh, Women and Weapons was my first mint. My daughter and I sat together and minted our first NFT together. And uh, with the support of my husband, my husband has been uh, really instrumental in onboarding us, you know, his women into NFT. Um, And I think that's where it starts. Find a friend, find somebody to help you if you're interested in doing it. You know, I appreciate Tony, that you were talking about all the discord safety because I still am navigating and trying to learn and, like, I'm always asking my husband, is this safe? Is this safe? Is this safe? Because, you know, I, I see so many people that, you know, things have happened to them. And so I ask questions. I ask for help um, because I definitely want to be active and I want to be a part of. And so I just, I seek out the help. And I'm, I'm fortunate to have somebody in my life that supports me and wants, you know, to help me. And, um, you know, he kind of, he, he pitched NFTs to me. And from there, I was 100% on board because I've always loved art. Um, and I've always been about helping others and serving others and doing good for my community. And so NFTs has been such a refreshing space to really be able to do that. I work in an industry where I can't really talk a lot about what um, uh, what goes on. So my Twitter was always inactive because I, there was nothing really that I could tweet about work-related. But Once NFTs opened up for me, like it was a whole new world. And it's just been such a fun journey. And like you, Vicky, there's projects where it's, I always put this meme that's like, uh, you know, the empty wallet, (laughs) it's like, oh, I wish I had the ETH for that. But I always make sure to like the projects. I retweet because it costs me nothing to retweet. It costs me nothing to put a little heart on their project but you never know who somebody might see what I liked and then be interested in it, and then that's somebody that I've brought to the table. Um, and so it's just been uh, so awesome to, to be on this journey and just as like a new person who has joined in, um, definitely it has been helpful to have somebody that I can trust to tell me, to steer me in the right direction in terms of getting the NFTs and what's safe and what's not. Like, I don't know how many times I've asked my husband, is this safe when it's on open sea? (laughs) Sometimes I think I know him, but it's okay because I would rather be safe than sorry. (laughs) Um, But what a journey it's been. And girl, Tony, like I tell you, like I went on Rarible to look for your stuff because I'm like, I am going to be one of the (laughs) champagners and uh, even made my husband sit down and look for it. (laughs) So, you know, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to support um, the the movement i 'm happy to support Tony and everybody here you know it 's just uh, what a journey it 's been uh, with women and weapons um, we, I, I, I reached out to Sarah and told her that I wanted to start the l a chapter because you know i 'm all about empowering people um, it 's what i 've been doing for thirty five years of of you know community work that i 've done and that 's just for fun, not my real job but that 's what i 've been doing and um, It's important for me to make my world a better place because I really think about how we talk about the metaverse and, you know, making the metaverse, not bringing, like, the bad stuff into the metaverse, like making the metaverse a better place, but really, you take you wherever you go. So whether, you know, if you want to have a better metaverse, then we got to make it a better universe here that we're at. And it all starts with you, your individual self. And that's how I look at it. It's my responsibility to be... The woman that I would like to see out there to teach my daughter and my son, and um, you know, it's my responsibility to bring that forward, and make this real life the best life. And so then, when we get into that metaverse, I know I'm bringing a good person there. And you know, that that's really all I wanted to share. Um, but it's it's thank you for bringing me up, Tony. It's it's such an honor to to be here. Thank you.
0: Awesome, awesome. I I, I wanted you to kind of come up so you can. Like you said, the LA chapter, you know, when you reached out to me, um, our first meeting was because of women and weapons, right? When you reached out to me like, Oh, do you are yep. LA? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm in LA too, let's meet up and we It was did through the Discord. Few- <laughs> yeah, it was through Discord and we did meet up a few of us. Um, you know, and it was beautiful. We had fun, we had great chicken and
2: <laughs> we had yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had great prize and we had a good time, you know. And yeah. that's that's how it starts. And, you yeah. know, I know we're meeting up again. Um, um, Butter does not uh, women up, but he's a champainer. So I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If I find all my champainers in L.A., you know, I'm going to start bringing them along. Like, you know, anytime. Let's do, do it. I, Let's yeah, do yeah it. I was going to say
1: TFTI, just, guys. TFTI. Oh, just,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Just, oh, my God.
4: created. yesterday, FOMA. I found a location.
7: I mean, <laughs> I, I remember that. Uh, well, come on, come on down you know? yeah. <laughs> come on yeah. over um, i just found a location for us to to do our little setup for we, we decided to plan uh feeding the home um, you know event and i found a place yesterday so I'll, I'll get with you on that i'll we'll talk offline but um and i even got somebody's phone number who has been doing it so you know we're we're gonna make it happen and it all Be starts with us you know <laughs> absolutely. Butter, you come coming with me.
1: Yes, Upside <laughs> so down.
7: LFG, let's go.
1: Let's go. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely. All right, that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way to end the space. Is there any closing statement you want to give Butter?
1: I'm sorry, I, that cut out for me. What, what was that like?
0: Um, do you have any closing statement you would like to add?
1: Yeah, sorry to unsmooth that closing statement, but um, <laughs> it's <I> hate, fine. <laughs> that's what I do. Um, yeah, I just want to say uh, thanks for having us. I uh, really enjoyed the station. Uh, check out Grand Bazaar, a little shameless show. Um But yeah, thank you, Tony. had a great time. And thank you to everybody for coming up to speak. It's not easy. And uh, you guys all did an amazing job, and I think it went really well. It was a lot of fun
0: absolutely amazing amazing stuff and thank you to everyone who joined us in this space today I know you have other things you could have been doing with your time but you decided to join us I really truly appreciate it thank you to everybody who came up to speak and shared their experiences and asked questions my women in weapons my champagneers, <laughs> I appreciate you Thank ladies board apes I'm coming for you guys Woo. Oh, I really appreciate you having me out I'm actually going to have to finesse somebody out of their board like give me your board eight <laughs> you know but yeah so thank you everyone for joining us and again if you want to re-listen episode i will have it up on the nft talk show podcast you can search on apple podcast stitcher radio um iheart radio it's like what other place anywhere you can find your podcast It will be up there. Thanks to everyone. And we will see you next time. And like I always say, catch you on the blockchain. Bye.